Hello everyone and welcome back to the Light Letters podcast. I'm your host Alex McNaught and it is so lovely to be back. I apologize for such a long interlude. I mean I'm already quite um, sporadic with my podcasts. (laughs) Uh, I do intend to get more regular. I just there's always some loving intervention in my life and so I think which is actually going something I'm going to talk about today is always the lesson and I don't know about you but when you start when you set these intentions of right I'm going to do this regularly I'm going to do this all the time and let's let's talk about some you know real life examples you know you make yourself a meal plan or you write yourself a training workout diary or um something that you're going to do regularly anyway and <laughs> And I know that there's a lot of preaching, especially in the spiritual community, around um, regularity, routine, ritual, really. It's ritual, right? And it's seen as like devotion and discipline. And the messages I always get around that are very different. The opposite, in fact. Um, And I often ponder them because everything in my life, you know, I'm just like everyone, you know, the perfectionist tendencies come out, the control tendencies come out. You know, because that's really what we're trying to do, right, is we've created these, um, you know, expectations. And I've talked about expectations multiple times on the podcast, and they are always created from this place of what we think we should be in this life and how we think we should act. And then we create these um, routines to control, um, to add an element of control to our day because we feel out of control. And there's this control that's required for certainty and security. <clears throat> and that can be right down to, and well, it is, it's usually built into the sense of regularity, you know, something that we can rely on. I'm going to do this every week. And I'm always telling myself, I'm going to do podcast regularly. I'm going to release one a week and it's going to be on a Friday because that is the day that I usually create space. Um, it's a day that I like to ha- not have too much planned. I always end up filling it with lots of wonderful things or universe fills it for me really um, because I've created the space to film. And uh, it's always with wonderful things that help me. <clears throat> and I thought, well, that's the perfect day for a podcast. But obviously it's not because I'm trying to then create, you know, I've created this, not a um, rule, but I have allowed Fridays or, and it has not been on purpose. Fridays are generally the day that I allow things to pop into my day, depending on what I need. Um, And it has all been very intuitive. It's not that I didn't decide that. And so Fridays are my gap date, nothing like that. It just happens to be on a Friday, um it's all yeah it's it's as if that's just it's naturally become that day and I I wonder if you can look at and reflect on you know a time in your week or in your month or in your day where you think oh without realizing that's normally the time that's normally when I have space and that's normally you know and it's something that you haven't decided to happen but it just naturally has um and you can look at the opposite of that where are there um you know, have has routines naturally occurred in your life without effort, right? It's really, it's without that effort. It's when you're in that flow. There's no expectations. You're just listening to your body. You're trusting the flow of life without conscious. This is all unconscious, right? Unconsciously trusting the flow of life. And you're like, oh, I got up at the same time this week. And I, you know, I ate three salads this week. And I, you know, talk to my friends regularly. And none of it came from expectation or pressure. It just came from 
a just living in the present really and and in following with what you need to do in the day and that's what I really want to talk about today is this need for control and it is something I mean you'll you know if you are a regular regular listener to my podcast I do talk about very similar things all the time uh where they leak into whatever the message is for the day um but the the element of control does come in but yeah the reason I with similar things always come up is because that is what we're one of the things of our human condition um that is always popping up and it's always like fear control which we gonna talk about today expectations um rules um you know this the way in which we treat ourselves and talk to ourselves which again comes from fear so it's all these these big elements and I try to break it down into kind of real life um components or examples that you can look at yourself and look at your life and how you may treat yourselves or others, um, things that may be disrupting um, yourself uh, from getting into a nice flow and rhythm of life, um, maybe causing you some, you know, um, suffering, because suffering comes from resistance, um, you know, causing you some suffering in some way, um, and I'd like for you to help raise your, your awareness of what is happening in your life, and where you can let go of control, you know, acknowledge that, oh, actually, this is where I'm afraid. And why this has come up is I, I like to talk about things that I've just noticed coming up all the time. And usually with people I'm, I'm dealing with, and I mean like dealing with is in like, um, it's a terrible word actually, people I'm um, engaging with, that's a far better word, um, you know, whether it just be a friend, so a friend I talked to today, so I'm wearing a vest if it's, if it's all scratchy, it's because um, I'm wearing a puffy vest, um, and yeah, and so a friend I was talking to today, um, a new client that I talked to the other day, um, a current client I talked to last night, and just, it's coming, and even in the Light Leaders community, there's this real uh, at the moment, I mean, there's lots of things coming up, but one thing that's always in the conversation that I'm highlighting is the need for control. Now, it makes complete sense that we are, we already know that we have very strong control tendencies. That is how our ego works. Our ego requires, which is our mind, for those that are, are new to this podcast, our ego is our mind, um, and it relies on things that it knows. It relies on safety and security and the things that it knows. And this is why it is comfortable in, you know, we may go, oh, why do I attract abusive relationships all the time, you know, or why am I attracting the same kind of job all the time? It makes me unhappy, but why, why is it the same thing happen over and over? And we can go, oh, it's lessons. And a lot of the time, yes, well, you know, everything is, is beautiful opportunity, not just lessons, because it's not like we're in a school, it's opportunities for expansion, right? Challenges. But it's normally because our ego, our reticular activating system in our brain is looking for things that we know. And it's looking for things that we tell it to look for. If we're always thinking about the bad thing or always thinking about our fears, it's going to bring that in. Because it's like, oh, that's what we're looking for. Because our brains are neutral. doesn't look like good or bad. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's what we're looking for. We'll bring more of that in. So, so, and there is a comfort in... There's a comfort in what we know. And so there is a level, your, your brain is getting something that it needs from situations that may not be healthy. So if we're just used to eating in a certain way, or we're used to um, relationships that don't treat us well, or we're used to just any kind of behaviors or thought patterns that are actually really not helpful for, for to us, it's actually really hard to change that because 
your brain has to get uncomfortable. It has to change. And it doesn't like change. It doesn't like discomfort. It just likes what it knows. Um, and your heart loves change. Your intuition loves change. It's always like, where can we grow, expand? It loves the discomfort. Um, and your brain is the opposite. So it is often a fight. Now, your heart will be softer in communicating and your ego will be stronger because fear feels stronger. Now, love is stronger. Light always conquers darkness. But the fear will feel far more violent and front-facing because it's all in your mind. So that sounds very convoluted, so I'll actually try and simplify that a little bit. What that means is we often feel comfortable in, we always feel comfortable with what we know, even if what we know is bad for us. And that is where I come back to kind of the control thing. We know that having, you know, we have no control in our life. We are not in control. There is something that we are part of that is so much more beautiful and bigger that we're part of right now. You know, that we're not, the spiritual world is not something outside of us. It's, we are literally in it now. You know, <laughs> we're floating around in it. You know, we're in this little like weird, weird little dream <laughs> dimension. It's all very weird. Everything's a facade. Um, and when you look outside and you think, oh, actually everything is a bit of a facade. It's a bit, it feels a bit unreal. Um, and we're just here playing this game, you know, in these bodies, playing a role, um, helping the universe kind of get to know itself and see itself. And within that, though, we have these beautiful free will egos. And we know in our intuition and our heart space that we are not in control. And our ego struggles with that. And so we're going to try and find things we can control. And I was having a conversation with someone today whose life is changing so much. And my own control tendencies have, because you know, I am not excused from any of this. Please don't see me as any kind of martyr or guru who lives this perfect existence in any way shape or form I also struggle with the human experience and I very much have control tendencies and perfectionist tendencies as well and I'm always having to manage it yes I have the self-awareness to notice it quite quickly and to work through it but it doesn't mean the emotions are any less um, intense as they would be for you and we always just have to feel those to heal those don't we so you can't rationalize everything sometimes you just have to feel like shit and just love yourself through it and one of the things um, that I um, noticed at the moment is because the, the world is going through so much change physically that we can see and what we can't see. Now, there is a lot happening underneath. Those who love astrology know that there is so many planetary alignment changes at the moment. We're also in a Mercury retrograde, which makes things far more exciting. That's a real positive way to say it, you know, but it can, it's a disruptor. Now, it's a positive disruptor. It will disrupt things to cause immediate significant change. So Mercury retrograde is always really good, but it feels really painful because it is a disruptor. It will change things um, very powerfully, very quickly. That is best for all of us. Now, and then another again, the space-time continuum and the veil of which is kind of that separation between the physical and the metaphysical or the spiritual um, is very, very thin. Also Halloween coming up, so it's even thinner, but we are at a time that it's, you know, at its thinnest it's ever been. And that means that our intuition is really high, but it also means that we are feeling all of these beautiful changes in the universe as the space-time continuum speeds up. Now, what I mean by that <laughs> is that things that may have happened, if you look back in history, you can see it physically, you read books, you know, things happened um, over hundreds of years. Change was slow. If you look, and we talk about it all the time, right? The last hundred years, look at how fast the world, the physical world that we see, uh, that we can touch, is um, 
see with our human eyes, um, has changed. It, you know, just from this industrial revolution, this technological revolution, all of these revolutions. Um, now that is that is on purpose, right? Um, basically, thing consciousness um, is speeding up. So basically. Uh, as the veil gets thinner, it's, it works together. So as we get more conscious of kind of who we are as um, universal beings, um, we expand, things expand. Also, our human experience expands. So the more challenges and wars and difficulties we face, um, they actually help us develop and expand our consciousness. And because um, challenges do, that's why we have them. That's why they happen for you and for everyone in the world. So all the things that you face in your life, all the We'll call them problems. <laughs> They're not problems. They are opportunities for expansion, and they don't just—they feel like they're hindering you, <laughs> but they are helping everybody. I know it's weird to think. What do you mean? What happens to me helps everyone. It does in this energetic expansion. Now, going back to what I want to talk about today, which is control. It's all linked to what I'm saying. Is because we are universally, energetically, um, planetarily, or astrologically going through all of these really intense, intense shifts at the moment as the universe expands rapidly and increases its expansion. Um, our need for control gets stronger. Our ego is being challenged more so now than ever. And it is really hard. And this is when your anxiety goes through the roof. You know, we've got people medicated to the blimmin' hills for anxiety. Um, because the brain is just really struggling, you know, and it knows. I mean, your your mind is all just beautiful energy as well. It's all, it's, it's all part of you and part of this beautiful world. It's all necessary. We need our minds. They are very, very important to, um, to our human experience. It's all beautifully linked. Um, but it is struggling to keep up. It is struggling to catch up. And that doesn't mean it needs to go faster. It's going to go as quickly as it needs to. Um, in a way, the beautiful ego slows us down because um, we really need to look at things um, more deeply and look at ourselves more deeply and ask, what do we need? But this is where how our control tendencies can be coming up um, so strongly at the moment. I mean, they do pop up in our lives, but and no doubt you all listening are going through some significant changes. I know it's a big statement right now. One of you might be like, I'm not. No doubt you are. You may not just be able to feel it or see it yet. You probably do feel it. You know, you may be having really strange dreams. You may be, you know, this one's, <laughs> I'm going to get a little bit TMI. Your period cycles may be changing. Your bowel movements may be changing. Your appetite triggers may be changing. Your skin may be a little bit out of whack or better than usual. Your hair may be growing faster or slower. These little abnormalities are not a coincidence, okay? They are things that your body is trying to keep up with the, all these other energetic shifts, right? And all you can really do is love yourself through it. But I'm going to talk about, a little bit more about what you can do. But so your control tendencies may be really coming up. And I was talking to a friend today who's going through, you know, the last week, not unusual that it's in this very, very powerful new moon in Libra. And um, they're, they're, even in my own life, you know, um, beautiful new clients, you know, out of, out of nowhere, uh, which is really, well, not out of nowhere, but just um, have just come into my life. And they're just such beautiful people. Um, I have, you know, I'm moving into a new home in a month. Um, and you know, just a bit of news, I'm going to be having a baby, it's my first, um, and didn't find that out this week, by the way, guys, <laughs> that's why I've been a little, another reason why I've been a little bit all over the place, um, because it's, 
one has not felt entirely well. Um, all part of the process. Again, an element in control. I've had no control over my appetite, no control over my sleep, no control over my, you know, urination. <laughs> I just need to go to the toilet all the time. Um, and it really challenged me because someone who I just really knew my body didn't know her body anymore. There's just all of these changes, these physical changes. I'm like, wow, there's my body's never looked like this before um, or felt like this. And so, you know, we think, oh, those are all beautiful things. The brain takes a while to catch up, right? The soul is ready for the leap. The heart is ready for the leap. The brain is so much slower and it needs our love more than ever. It needs our patience more than ever. And, you know, a lot of the time, you know, especially with anxiety, I'm going to use that word again because I know that it is really common uh, in today's day and age, it's when we really stri- we really want to solve problems and know the answers to things when they don't exist yet, that you can't. And you need to just accept that one, it's not a problem, but it's just you need to accept that ev- and trust that everything is happening as it should and that you will know exactly what to do when you're meant to do it. And that is an incredibly hard thing for our mind to do and it takes a deep level of trust and that's when your intuition comes in, right? You can see how they kind of work together. Is okay, my my mind is bringing up stuff for me to deal with. There's obviously fear there. I'm going to look at that fear. I'm going to talk to it. I'm going to see it. I'm going to acknowledge it. And I talked to a friend today who um, was like, oh, and then I reframe it with some positive thoughts. And I said, you don't need to reframe. We don't want toxic positivity. We want to look at our fear We want to look at our things that are making us anxious and worried and fearful and wanting to control because out of this fear comes control. Control is fear-based, right? You're afraid of what hasn't happened, might happen, all the what-ifs and um, all of the expectations and not wanting to lose control of things. It's all fear. And you want to look at the fear and acknowledge it. And that's all you do is go, it's okay to be afraid. It's okay that I don't know. I accept that I don't know then your intuition, your trust will always be there. You'll always know that you'll know what to do. But we really need to just look at our control and accept and acknowledge it. And it will, because it was all, it will always be there. You know, there is a lot of, um, you know, especially in the spiritual community, but in the physical as well, you know, um, face, you know, I love the feel the fear and do it anyway. It's one of my favorite sayings because that's it. Feel that fear, sit with it, look at it, acknowledge it and, and do the thing. (laughs) and do the thing you want to do because you need to know that the fear doesn't go away it grows it actually changes because you know and I love it one of my old coaches says new level new devil (laughs) so basically as you expand in your life um, you will hit new challenges new fears new bigger things right we're like I want the successful business great new level let's say you hit a million dollars per annum with your business that's a whole new level of challenges and a whole new level of fear and a whole new level fear of fear of loss. Now, this is a, as well something I want to touch on around control. The need to control comes from a fear of loss. But what if I don't have that anymore? What if I am alone? What if I have nothing? What if I lose it all? What if it was all for nothing? I mean, first of all, that two key words I'm saying that was what if. It hasn't even happened yet. And if we were to listen to our intuition, you know, just really sit with that and go... Well, and this is also using your mind to rationalize. And this is why the mind is so beautiful and helpful. It helps us to use evidence. I've talked about this in a, po- um, in a podcast previously. Use your mind to look back at evidence of where you can 
find where you can identify where you have overcome the thing you're afraid of. Examples of that. It's a beautiful evidence keeper. Use it as that. Your heart and your intuition is your future compass, not your mind. Your mind is a beautiful visualization tool, right, to support that. But your intuition, your heart knows where you want to go. Your mind can be supported positively by visualizing that. And that will help you with your manifestation. But with, you know, this control is this fear of loss. What are you afraid of losing, right? And so control is going to come up a lot at the moment. And really look at that and look at, you know, what you're afraid of. And don't, um, I don't know what to say that, and don't, uh, it's a horrible word today, when someone says, don't do this, you're like, actually, I'm going to do that, because you told me not to, <laughs> um, weird psychology, isn't it, but, um, you know, really look at it, and not judge it, just love it, and go, it's totally okay to be afraid, why am I afraid, I'm afraid because this is new, I'm afraid because so much has changed, you know, I, oh, I was not sleeping, one, because I was always bloody peeing, so I was like, eventually got to a point where I was like, well, I'm just awake now, all the time, uh, all throughout the night, and um, my mind was racing, I was losing, I had, I lost control of everything, what felt like overnight, right, with the news, and I was like, wow, I'm losing the place that I like to live because I know that I need a bigger place. I've now since found something really wonderful and it was really quick and easy. Uh, but again, I had to really trust in that. I'm like, would I find somewhere? How much is it going to cost? You know, because I live in Wellington and I um, and I rent. And oh, it's just like, you know, things I wouldn't normally worry about, uh, wouldn't normally yeah, worry about. I was, it was consuming me, and I mean, there's probably a few hormones in there too, but, you know, I knew it was energetic, and it's just because I was losing control of my body, of my living situation, obviously, I'll take time off work uh, next year, I'll still keep coaching um, while I'm at home, but I do have another job where I work in the city, coaching as well, and, um, you know, you just, you look around, and you just feel all of this loss, that's what it was, the fear of loss. And I had to really sit with that and go, what am I afraid of? Ah, oh, there it is. You know, because I knew I was trying to control things because I was trying to find other things to control because that's what will, it will happen. You will, you will um, deflect the control. If you lose control of one thing, so let's say you're feeling a little bit out of control with your body. I'm just going to try and use really real life physical examples, especially because most of our listeners are women as well. Because your body is changing in whatever way, whether it's, you know, hormonal, period, whatever, um, aging. And so what we do is we deflect the control. What else can I control? I'm going to try and control my partner. I'm going to try and control my work and, and um, you know, be my perfectionism is going to come out. You know, you'll try, I'm going to control my money. You're just, your control tendencies will, will deflect. So really look at that too. Go, wow, what do I do? And this is what I want you to do is build this level of self-awareness where you can look at yourself objectively without judgment. I mean, I didn't judge myself. I did for a moment. I caught myself very quickly. I was judging myself a little bit like Alex, you know, you're um, you're losing all of this control, you know, but you don't need to be overthinking, you know, overthinking like that. I just, you know, just kind of, you know, put growling yourself a bit. And I was like, hang on, this has never happened before, you know, it's the first time we've had a baby, okay, we're going to be nice, we're going through a lot of physical changes we haven't experienced before, it's okay, let's ride that wave, um, so the self-compassion was able to kick in, and that's what I urge for you, when you're noticing these fears, so after some of the things hopefully I've talked about today will help you identify some of those, 
then the self-compassion needs to come in where you can lovingly look at your fear and acknowledge it and love yourself through it and go, that's okay, it's okay to be afraid, just like you would a child. This is why there's um, there's a lot of movement at the moment around inner child work. This is one of the components of it. It's about nourishing yourself and caring for yourself like you would a child who was afraid. And no, you don't have to do baby speak. But, you know, if a child was afraid, it's not like, oh, stop it, don't be afraid. <laughs> well, some parents parent like that. But we don't want you to parent yourself like that. We don't want to even positively reframe. We want to go, it is okay to be afraid. Talk to me about that. What's happening? What is coming up for you? You know, let me sit with you. And, um, you know, what do you need? You know, this is this conscious parenting that people are talking about. And you want to consciously parent yourself through this fear and see where it's coming up in your control tendencies. Um, and the reason why I really want to speak about this today, and I've been speaking about Fraser, so I'll wrap up in a moment, is because it is coming up in almost every conversation in all areas of my life, including my own. That's always the way. (laughs) The things that I normally need to talk about are the things that are coming up for me, but I'm also seeing in everyone else. Um, And mine will normally come up a bit before I start seeing it in everyone else. And I always think, I always look back and go, oh, but I'm going to try and think about it a little bit more, um, you know, uh, like future focus. I'm going to say try because, you know, again, I'm open to wherever the universe wants to take me, whatever it wants me to talk about. Um, today it's obviously this, but, um, it is me because I'd love to speak about things, you know, a little bit sooner so that if you are, you know, so you can prepare to go through them potentially yourself, if they do come up for you, I don't want to guarantee that everything I say is, is relevant to you. Um, and it is totally okay that it is not and um yeah thank you for listening anyway um and I hope you get something interesting from it but um yeah there is so much changing at the moment through the world and it is going to continue for the next we don't want to say forever because I don't know when things are going to um chill out but the rest of the year definitely okay things are going to speed up you may already be seeing it and so how can you love yourself through that and really look at where you're where you are trying to control too much through this change where it's causing you suffering, okay, because that is really what you want to look at, um, and so through suffering, it's through, um, not, it's through resistance, and resistance is not accepting what is, you just have to accept things for what they are, and, you know, that gets thrown around a lot, and I don't think people really understand what that means, but it's kind of like you break your foot, and a few years ago, I actually broke my hands, that's probably quite, and I last year, I actually did break my my ankle, so, and, you know, when I first broke my hand, there was a lot of resistance. I was like, how, you know, I tried to do everything I could do. I even went to work with this broken right hand and I didn't even go on ACC or go off work or anything, but I couldn't do anything. Like, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't lift anything. Couldn't get, oh, it was, you look back at your younger self and go, seriously. But, um, but then when I broke my ankle last year, oh, straight into acceptance. I think I cried in the afternoon because it was really sore. <laughs> and then I just went, well... I've broken it now, but if I get up, you know, the resisting it is, resistance is futile because it's happened. Do you know what I mean? So I had to accept that it happened because anything else is insanity because I'm not accepting it, that it has happened. It didn't mean I stopped and sat down and did nothing. I went to physio and I, you know, did non-weight bearing and did my exercises. Um, But it's a mindset of, well, you know, 
it, this has happened and from here this is what I can do. Um, and we often resist a lot of things that are happening and I, wanted to, I just wanted to mention that because there is a lot of change that is happening and will continue to happen. All wonderful good things, you know, it might hurt at the time or be uncomfortable but it will always take us to where we're meant to go which is always somewhere better than where we are now or more, you know, or just equally beautiful and expansive. I don't want to say better because it's, it's assuming that where we are is bad but where we are is exactly where we're meant to be. And... Um, but, you know, releasing this control and, and trying to release some resistance and accept things for how they are now will help you to, with ease and grace and flow move through these guaranteed changes over the next few months and, and years. Um, and if we can start practicing these things now and all, you don't need to do anything significant except increase your awareness by looking at and asking yourself, why, what am I feeling and why? And without judgment. And so, you know, this is my lovely rant. But I just really needed to talk to you about it. Because I feel like I'm repeating myself with so many people in the last week or two. The last few weeks. Including with myself. And I really want to see if that resonates with you. Um, please let me know if it does or does not. Um, and I just I'll leave you with one more thing. Please reach out to your spirit team for support. They, they are there for you, specifically for you. These are your spirit guides. These are your guardian angels. These are, you know, this is nature and the birds and, you know, everything around you. You are part of the most incredible, incredibly, incredible energy field and dimension and world of beings. It's, it's, it's just the most beautiful, beautiful place that you exist in and that you are part of. And really ask them for help. Do your journaling, write down your questions, ask for, for help, sit with meditation, see what comes through, really look after yourself. I was talking to an ex-client the other day, and she's going through a lot of um, a lot of changes and a lot of challenges at the moment, you know, with people in her life. And the best and the thing that the message for her was really love on yourself with your healing. I was just like, you know, get some emotion. I'm gonna get um Kyle on here, Kyle Haskin, who does body code and emotion code, but get that, get, you know, see a Maori healer, do some, get some Reiki, go get a, a psychical clairvoyant reading, go get some massages, like some, that beautiful, I think it's Yoni Yoni, Yoni Yoni massage, uh, yeah, something like that, um, Noni, yeah, Noni massage, oh, but anyway, I had a friend have that the other week, and she's like, oh, game changer, you know, do some breath work if you're not pregnant, um, do some breath work, really get into the healing stuff, really just focus on yourself and just love on yourself through all these beautiful healing modalities, you know, that's such a beautiful thing that you can do and it's something you can control because the one thing you can control is how you care for yourself, especially through the things that in life that will always happen, that are meant to happen and that are always meant to challenge you. So I'll leave you with that, lots of information today, lots of chat, really long <laughs> long chit chat but it's been a long time since we had a chit chat so I'm hoping that you had a walk today and you listened to me on your walk and that you saw some beautiful birds and um and I've been seeing birds in pairs lately you know always two always two and um I was awake at the you know because I had to pee um at about three this morning and I heard this you know randomly the birds weren't up of course and I heard this kaka you know beautiful new on parrot just screeching in, the, in what felt like the middle of the night and, um, you know, I was like, oh, that felt like it was for me. 
And you know what? If it felt like it was for me, it was for me. And I urge you to look at signs in your life and don't doubt them. If it felt like it was for you, it was definitely for you because how you feel about everything is the most important. So I'll leave you with that and I just want to say thank you for listening and I've really missed chatting to you. I hope to get on here more regularly. I'm sure I will. Um, but you know, it's, it's whatever is meant to be right. Um, but it is Friday. So I made my Friday, um, expectation just maybe a little bit late. So much love to you and I will talk to you very soon.